my eighth law of trust states that the level of trust that I have in you is the product of my trustability or my willingness to trust other people in general and your trustworthiness. In workshops, I typically say that there's nothing that you can do about the former, my trustability, and everything you can do about the latter, your trustworthiness. This is also my why my Trust Habits workshop focuses on forming habits that will build your own trustworthiness. But that's not entirely true. There is something, even though very little, that you can do to affect other people's trustability. And with that comes a responsibility. In this episode, I will discuss trustability in a little more depth, show you how you can affect it, and emphasize the responsibility that comes with it. Welcome to The Trust Show. I'm Yoram Solomon, your host, the author of the Book of Trust and facilitator of the Trust Habits Workshop. My mission is simple. I want to help you form habits that build your trustworthiness because the answer to this question will have the biggest impact on your personal and professional success or failure. Can I trust you? Let's start with what is trustability? If you want to read more about it, uh, you can find it in chapter 11 of the third edition of the Book of Trust. I'll tell you a story. Uh, my family, my wife and daughters, I, I believe this was in 2015. They came back from Israel. They had a connection in Philadelphia. And uh, my wife picked up a cheese sandwich from a fast food restaurant chain at the airport. That sandwich did not agree with her stomach. Actually, I should say her stomach did not agree with that sandwich because she suffered through the flight from Philadelphia to Dallas. And, and when I say suffered, uh, she had to be taken off the plane on a stretcher when they arrived in Dallas. It was that bad. As a result, she would never set foot in any location of that specific fast food chain. Now, I'm not going to say which one it was. Uh, oddly enough, she would still eat cheese sandwiches, just not from them. And, and I'm not sure that she is crazy about cheese sandwiches, but that's besides the point. The thing is that that experience made her not trust that chain. I remember at some point during the COVID-19 pandemic that uh, it was found that 60% of the shots that the... Uh, immunization shots were given to white people and only 6% to black people. And yes, we can always try and blame this on uh, racial inequality or, or anything like that. But there was also another reason, and that was that black people did not trust white people with needles. And, and I know I'm making a generalization here, but this goes back to something that you may remember you may have read about uh, called the Tuskegee experiment. So I'll, I'll explain a little more. Uh, this is an experiment that was a 40-year study of syphilis. And it was done between 1932 to 1972. And in 1972, it stopped because 
it became public and people started knowing what was going on and they immediately had to stop it because it was an unethical study. And this is one of the reasons why we have institutional review boards today uh, before you go and do a study, especially a study in human participants. But at that time, that study studied African-Americans, specifically men, in the city of Tuskegee, Alabama. This is why it's called the Tuskegee Experiment. And they held treatment for syphilis from 399 black men who were infected with syphilis. They didn't know that uh, that they were infected. A few of them died from the disease. Nobody told them. They just experimented on them. Now, let me ask you, if you were a black man, even if you weren't in that very specific, you didn't participate in that specific experiment, would you trust the healthcare system? Would you trust a white person wearing a lab coat or a doctor's coat? Would you trust a white person holding a needle? That is trustability or very low trustability. And there was a reason for that. Now, let me talk about layers of uh, trustability. It really starts with the lowest uh, level of trustability is the trust that you have in a single person. That's really not trustability. That's trustworthiness. That is whether that specific person is worth your trust, has earned your trust, or on the opposite side, had earned your distrust. So that's the the lowest level. It's not that it's low trustability. It's the lowest level of uh, trustability. Then we start to generalize. So when I don't trust you because of your trustworthiness, I only don't trust you. If I trust you because of your trustworthiness, then I only trust you. It doesn't apply to anybody else. But when I start generalizing your lack of trustworthiness or your higher level of trustworthiness, when I generalize it, I start to apply to other people like you. And that's the second level. The second level is a group or a category of people. Those are specific people, uh, people that, that I know, or a type of people. So this could be you know, we're a small group of friends and and you behave in a certain way and it looks like the others didn't care. And so I don't trust any of you anymore. But those are people that I know as opposed to a type of person, a category of person that's based on the occupation, that's based on on the company that that you're part of. If, If I know that this is not a company that I trust, then I don't trust any of its employees, even if I don't know them personally. If I don't trust uh, doctors, then I don't trust doctors in general, even if I don't know them personally. So that's a higher level. That's the uh, group or or type or category level. And then there's the highest level, which is all people. This is obviously more extreme, and it's hard to get to the point where I trust all people, or conversely, which most likely will happen, I don't trust people in general. And in a few in an earlier episode, I talked about there are four things that you trust, four entities that you trust. You trust God, you trust yourself, you trust other people, you trust other things, like like a cheese sandwich. And um, you may generalize it to all people, which is kind of a category, one of the four. You don't trust people, and therefore you have to trust God more, you have to trust yourself more. In most cases, that's what happens. You trust yourself more because you don't trust other people or 
you trust things or but but you trust people less so the lowest level of uh, generalization is the trustworthiness level really it doesn't affect my trustability it's just you uh i trust you or i don't trust you because of your trustworthiness a higher level is a group of people a type of people a category of people and the highest level is all people i don't trust anyone What causes this generalization? The, the reason uh, for me to take the level of trust that I have in a certain person and generalize it to my trustability in that type of uh, people or things or uh, all people in general. There are three major factors. The first one is how many times did I get exposed to that kind of of behavior that affected the level of trust that I have in a certain person or a thing, cheese, cheese sandwiches. If I only got exposed to one person behaving in a way that caused me to distrust them or behaving in a way that caused me to trust them, I don't immediately go and generalize it. Typically, it takes multiple instances. So, for example, uh, if I got treated badly by a flight attendant on an airline, I get nothing about fly, uh, against flight attendants. Uh, I'm just using them as an example here. So if I got treated badly by a flight attendant on a specific flight, obviously by a specific airline, I will not trust that flight attendant, especially when the other flight attendants behave in a completely different way. So I don't generalize it, but... The more times that this happens, the more flight attendants on the same airline, uh, I will not trust flight attendants. I, I will start generalizing it to flight attendants or, or I'll generalize it to this airline. So flight attendants on this airline. So because I got more than one instance of bad behavior or treatment that caused me to not trust flight attendants or the 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 opposite side i i need to make sure that that it's clear enough that a very good behavior that caused me to trust flight attendants on a specific airline or or a flight or flight attendants in general i can generalize positive not just negative i can generalize higher trust higher trustability and as well as lower trustability so the more I got in, the more I got exposed to it, the more I generalize it. I stop thinking of, well, this is a one-time behavior by one person to, well, it looks like all flight attendants behave this way, for better or worse. The second factor is the severity. How severe the consequences of that uh, loss of trust or gain of trust was on you how significant was it you know on one hand uh take my wife and the cheese sandwich this only happened to her once she would never set foot in that restaurant chain again period i haven't seen that reaction from her to cheese sandwiches because i guess that she correlated that with the specific restaurant chain she could have generalized it to, by the way, airport fast food or, or, you know, cheese sandwiches. But she associated with that restaurant. But because the reaction was so severe, she generalized it to the entire food chain, even based on uh, uh, not food chain, uh, uh, restaurant chain, 
even though this was a single instance, because severity, the the how significant the consequence the consequence was, that made the difference. Uh, if somebody saved your life, you know, let's say that a first uh, responder saved your life, you may generalize this behavior to all first responders, even though you only got exposed to it once because of how important, how significant was that uh, trust or trustworthiness that it would affect your trustability in a general, a more general group of people. The third one is, can you in your brain, in your mind, correlate that behavior to the entire group? When you look at this and you say, you know what, I can understand why the entire group would behave this way. I only got exposed once. Maybe it wasn't as significant, but you can correlate, you can rationalize in your mind why the entire group behaves or will behave in the same way for better or worse, then you would generalize it to the entire group. So three factors that I brought here that would affect the generalization. One is experiencing multiple instances by people from the same group would cause you to generalize it to the entire group. Or the same behavior by multiple people from completely different groups, you would generalize it to all people, to a lower level of trustability, or a higher level of trustability in people in general. Multiple instances, that's one. Two is the severity and how significant was that trustworthiness or, or lack of trustworthiness, the level of trust that you experienced, how severe or significant it was that will allow you to generalize it. And the third one was the correlation or the, can you rationalize why people from this group or people in general behave this way for better or worse, then you would generalize it to all of them. So if I go back to the eighth law of trust is that the level of trust that I have in you is the product of my trustability, my willingness to trust other people in general or your type of people in general and your trustworthiness. So it's trustability multiplied by your trustworthiness. And I used to say that you can do nothing about the former, my trustability, and everything about the latter, your trustworthiness. I now change it and I say you can almost do nothing about the former, my trustability, and everything about the latter, your trustworthiness. So when I use the word almost, that means that there is something that you can do. So let's talk about that. First, in a perfect world, I would know every person in that category. So if I use flight attendants, I would know every flight attendant on every airline, or maybe just on a very specific airline. So I'm not generalizing, I actually know. It's, it's like the difference between a census, which is getting information about all people, and a sample, getting information about a few people, and from that, using you know statistical significance, applying or generalizing it to the entire group. Very similar to research. So, but we're not in a perfect world, which means that I only get exposed to a sample. And again, based on the severity, maybe I only got exposed to one instance and, and I'm ready to generalize it. But that one instance has an impact on how I see other people. So 
yes, you, you have 100% control of your own trustworthiness. Again, it's your trustworthiness is measured through my eyes. So, you know, it's it's not necessarily that uh, you are trustworthy or or untrustworthy in an absolute universal way. This goes back into the third law of trust. Trust is personal. Trust is relative. And uh, while you can control your own trustworthiness 100%, because you're one of 10 people, I'm using an example, you're one of 10 people that I got exposed to that are all members of a specific group. And that group can be flight attendants. That group can be airline employees. That group can be flight attendants in a specific airlines. That group can be fast food restaurants in airports. They can be different things. But because I got exposed to uh, you're one of 10 people, not just one and, and I showed you that if it's severe enough, I can generalize based on a single incident, just like my wife did with a single sandwich. She generalized it to an entire chain. But because I got exposed to you being one of 10, you had, let's say, a 10% impact, one of 10, of my, on my trustability in that group of people. So you do have that kind of impact. Now, I have to tell you another story. Uh, right after, I mean, this was within the first two years of Hungary breaking out of the Soviet Union. This is when the Soviet Union had collapsed in the 1980s. And um, I visited Hungary. And I noticed at some point, I lived in Israel at that time, so I flew from Israel, and I noticed at some point that people were coming there just to see me and see what I was like. And what dawned on me was that they were looking at me as an Israeli. Haven't seen another Israeli in their lives. Maybe will not see another Israeli again. So they were not going to be exposed to many Israelis and they wanted to generalize what Israelis are like. This goes to the importance and the responsibility that you have to other people's trustability. And it's more than their trustability. I'll get to that in a minute. But you have that responsibility because you may represent 10%. Or 1% or 0.0001% of the number of people they're going to ex be exposed to. And they're probably not going to be exposed to 8,000 people like you. And probably not to 100 people like you. You know, people who fix roofs. We got exposed here because of hail damage to many contractors that were way less than ethical in their behavior towards their customers. And it makes you generalize. So how many did I get exposed to? Two, three, four? I didn't get exposed to all of them, but it was enough. The behavior of each one of them, if I got exposed to four of them, had 25% impact on my trustability to that group of people. So I need you to understand that you have that responsibility. When I was the Israeli in Hungary, I had a responsibility for the trustability of Hungarian people, or at least the ones who saw me, on Israelis, the, their trustability of Israelis. So keep in mind that, that it's for better or for worse. 
Now, here's the good news. It's the same things that you do to affect your own trustability, your own trustworthiness. I'll, I'll repeat that so I don't confuse you. It's the same things that you do to affect your own trustworthiness in another person's eyes that will affect, to a smaller degree, typically smaller degree, their trustability in your type of people, whatever category you're in, whatever category they associate you with. So you're affecting their trustability, but I need you to also understand that you're affecting the level of trust. By affecting their trustability, you're affecting the level of trust that they have in other people like you who were never, they were never exposed to, who don't behave like you. So always keep in mind that it's not only that you're affecting another person's trustability, you're affecting the level of trust that other people like you will get from that person. Now, I already said that this is just like your, it's the same things that you do for your own trustability, but you also need to remember that trust is relative. Remember the third law of trust, that trust is personal. Your impact on your own trustability, uh, on your own trustworthiness, your effect on the other person's trustability is seen through their eyes. Remember that the same thing that you may do to cause one person to trust you can cause another person to distrust you. The same thing. And and the examples I gave when I talked about that was procrastination or or risk-taking, your willingness or or not unwillingness to take risk. And two different people will see completely differently. So whatever you do to earn your trust, to be trustworthy in the eyes of one person, would affect the trustability of that person in the same direction and the trust that they have in people like you, even though they're different than you. This was the last episode in season four. You notice that season four had 12 episodes and not 10 anymore. The first three seasons had 10 episodes each. I went to a new format, a new structure in which Every three months, we're going to have 12 episodes, which means 12 weeks of episodes and one week off. So next week, I'm going to take uh, the week off. And the first episode of season five will come out on April 3rd. Thank you for listening or watching The Trust Show. What would you like to know about trust and trustworthiness? Let me know and I'll answer it in a future episode. I would love to hear from you. Email me at yoram at thetrustshow.com. If you like this episode, subscribe to the show so you will automatically get notified when I release a new episode. Rate it, write a review for this podcast, because those ratings help not only you, but also others looking for podcasts just like this. If you're looking for more resources to learn about how to build trust, be trusted, or know who to trust, look up my workshops at yoramsolomon.com workshops, online courses at trustedatwork.com, find my books on Amazon, or go to my website, yoramsolomon.com. And remember one thing, the answer to these two questions will have the biggest impact on your personal and professional success or failure. Can I trust you? And can you trust me? Thank you for listening or watching The Trust Show.